0: Hey, oh ladies and gentlemen out there in the land of the internet and internet land hello everybody what's cracking what's bonking how's everybody doing how's everybody been it is us the no skill boys and we are back with another episode of the no skill podcast welcome 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 welcome. hello everybody i am your lovely host i am the and to my right your left is mike a
1: Man, I just wanted a Pepsi. That's all I wanted.
0: No, you're on drugs. <laughs> my left. You're right. The beautiful sky god himself. It is Darbo. Brandon.
2: No one's fed me yet. You
1: hungry? You're, you're a grown adult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes. You paid enough welcome, welcome, for this shit. <laughs> welcome everybody hello 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 we are trying to recuperate for the fact that we uh lost a recording uh because obs is great updating your computer is great or your computer saying "fuck yourself is great don't 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 we love that brandon we love that around here
2: right yeah i totally i totally didn't lose a lot of files recently
0: and he had to update OBS to be with, you know, one of the other plebs, myself, and uh, use OBS as more. I had plebs to reinstall
2: me. Windows, my guy. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. I don't envy you. I had to but get funny had enough, to set up again. You what? I had to get everything set up again. Anyway, moving on.
0: I already felt bad enough when I got the new PC because my other one decided to just, you know, shit, and I had to re-download all the games again. That was an adventure. And my roommate was home, so we had to split the bandwidth. That was great. And this is good.
2: All no skill and footage-related stuff is on a different hard drive. <laughs> we would have lost everything. But,
0: but back to the matter at hand. See, as in. You see how this man is dancing right here. Funny enough, he started singing and talking about the music. We have another music talk for you, lovely, lovely people. It's been a hot minute since we talked about music, and it's something that we're all very passionate about. More specifically, rock music. Um, so for you, for you uh, rockers out there, sit tight because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one. Uh, if you're one of those, you know, uh, synthwave, uh, Latin fusion, jazz types of dudes. Maybe this isn't the video for you, unless you just want to look at me, Richie. Go ahead. Um, but no. So to, to start, as of this recording, uh, Mikey actually put in our Discord uh, this big ass festival that's going to be coming up in his uh, in his neck of the woods. That is essentially what's. Ho- I wish it would just go on go on a full fledged tour and take over as the new OzFest slash Mayhem Fest. But this festival called AfterShock. We they released the lineup, and holy shit, it is fucking gnar! Uh, right about here, Mister Editor, if you wouldn't mind putting a picture up of the lineup, that'd be sick. So that way, the folks know what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, depends if I'm lazy
0: or not. All right, understandable. True. Just Google it if he doesn't. Um. So, Mikey. Yes. Uh, my first question is to you. Uh, when did you just did you just randomly stumble upon this lineup? Were you doing some like meta mining? Were you doing some digging?
1: <laughs> um, it OK, 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 OK. It, that's a fun story. My family is all very into their genres of music, respectively. And Mando and I were just talking about maybe not going to Aftershock because they released two bands that are really good bands that I enjoy. But I didn't feel like they would be the end all be all headliners because Aftershock is Northern California's premier rock and metal festival. We absolutely deliver. It is so good. Oh, and I just didn't feel like Guns N' Roses and Pantera would be the end all be all because we've had the return of System of a Down off of their hiatus. Uh, Muse, Lamb of God, Guar, Megadeth. that I I didn't feel it. And my dad randomly shoots me a text while I'm at work that says, Hey, check your phone. The who and an unbelievable amount of bands just got added to the Aftershock lineup. Me dropping everything, knocking shit off of my toolbox, just scrambling to get my phone saw it and just Megadeth. The who baby metal polyphia fire from the gods. I went Super Saiyan in the (laughs) shop and this has been my mood for the whole whole day. I've been just giggles and bouncing and so hyped. so so hyped.
0: And it's something absolutely definitely to be to be hyped for. That's what I love about some of these big like gargantuan one like two, three or even four day long festivals is because it just brings together a shit ton of music music that you're familiar with music that you might not be familiar with, but they're gonna be there along with a bunch of local talent too, I'm assuming because a lot a lot of those bands that, that were gonna be like the openers, A good chunk of them I've never even heard of, but they could fucking slap for all I know.
1: Uh, Yes and no. There's a good mix of openers. There's a couple undergrounders, and then there's a couple people just hitting the scene on satellite radio, liquid metal, a couple of people hitting different social medias and uh, smaller bands like Currents and um, uh, Gideon, who normally stick to their kind of underground or small shows, are going to be able to get on the mix. They're great, right? Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. They- all right. They get a real mixed bag for Aftershock because, yeah, it is rock and metal. We'll get rap. We'll get country. We'll get hip hop. We'll get artists from all over the world. Like you guys saw the footage on our TikTok for uh, Bloody Wood. Man, those guys slayed it. That was how you start a show at 10 in the morning right there. ooh
0: a band from fucking india can turn the house out you don't know bloody you need to go you need to go look them up they're fucking they're fucking nar ah oh, dude hit hey, uh, machi Basad and just
1: let the roof blow off
0: like if you're not in the pit you better be jumping up and down you better be doing some sort of movement because that song hits you with just that type of adrenaline to where your body goes i i need to do something i need to do something
1: well, there were an opening act, and it was still like a fifty-foot circle pit that was just dust, man. You could barely see people moving through that thing. It was wild. Oh, damn!
0: <laughs> see, that's what I love about some of these like underground, uh, uh, like either underground or not so known. I just, mm. don't, I don't even want to just leave it at rock bands. I'll just say music in general, uh, mm. where they could they'll they'll sell out a crowd. Like um, last uh, last yeah last year, I went to go see. Uh, bring me the horizon and opening for them was uh not oh shit what, what's what's a band's fucking name knock
1: loose oh my god i love knock loose yeah. and, what do you mean
0: and then before them was this guy named grandson he's he's like a poetic slash hip-hop slash uh slash rock genre mm-hmm. this dude was like out, uh, he was he was hopping up and down. He was having a good time. He was turning the crowd out. That at one point he starts getting to his more inspirational and emotional types of songs, um. And at one point he hops off the stage, tells tells security to go fuck themselves, and he hops into the crowd and starts doing like his next three songs from the audience.
2: Yeah, that's some um, showmanship right there. That's the shit right there.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was amazing. And this is from a guy whom I don't know from a fucking hole in the ground. Like, you know what? Just because of how animated and how into it you are and how much fun you are clearly having. This tells me I'm missing out. I need to go add you to Spotify like yesterday.
1: Now, man, showmanship sells and a a real artist has that ability to deliver. And um, that's one of my gripes with tool, as I don't believe they have that ability <laughs> but that might just be my hot take of the day.
0: And <laughs> hot yeah. take for me, I'm not, I'm not the biggest tool fan. I respect the hell out of them, but they're I can't say yeah, I am yeah. a tool fan.
2: I mean, they're, they're, they're just not children. does not my type of music and never really got into tool, but in terms of showmanship, that reminds me of when I went to see the Wage War concert, but While She Sleeps was there, and, oh my god, that singer was in that crowd basically the entire show. Yup. Yeah. So, but then,
0: same concert, no. of Knocked Loose, Bring the Horizons, whose grandson's done with his stage set next, it's Knocked Loose. I think Knock Loose is great, but unless you were just a diehard Knock Loose fan, the comparison of crowd participation was very 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 they were more (laughs) they hate to say it during knock loose said a lot of people couldn't be bothered like even though they're actively on stage there was people in line i'm talking there's at least at least a minimum 200 heads long waiting to get alcohol or waiting to go to the bathroom or waiting to get food like that the actual concert area there was not that many people in there and this is like a crowd of i'd say maybe Three thousand people, and at about at least five hundred of them weren't weren't even there, me included. I really wanted to get more beer.
1: You picked terrible time. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You weren't there.
0: Like you could still see the concert and hear the music, but I was like, you know, I don't really feel the need to actually be in there. And again, that's nothing against ah. Knock Loose. Again, their 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 music is fucking sick. But I think it just yeah. might have been the crowd shift from like a like a very inspirational like poet slash musical artist switching over to knocked loose.
1: no like, back, sign side to side, circle bit. Tear his shut up. Ah, mistakes like fractures. Yeah, no, that's definitely <laughs> a hard shift. And so I think that's what <laughs>
0: threw, threw, threw it off for me. But going back to what I was saying, that's that's what I love about a lot of these concerts. And that was just a simple, regular ass band tour. Some of these big ass festivals are what introduced new waves of, of music that people would have never gone into. Like, we all remember Warp Tour.
1: Oh, yeah. I miss it, man. Minutes? Huh? I miss it, man. Same. I miss the glory days.
0: But how many bands did you like discover at Warp Tour that you don't think you would have ever heard uh, if it weren't for going to like one single warp Tour?
1: I'm, oh uh, man, I'm not going to say there's been a lot because I, you know me, I get around in the music scene. And but seeing Chelsea Grin live, that definitely made me a diehard fan. That was a show <laughs> you couldn't like, Explain to somebody: you had to be in that crowd, you had to feel that intensity, you had to see people giving it their all in 115 degree weather on blacktop, just sending it because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Warped Tour was magical, man, and it's such a tra- weird place to where you can go from that to real big fish to Necrogoblicon to the used to. Um, oh my god, what was the what was the other really out there one? Uh Kubla Khan Kubla Khan was interesting and Twisted. They sh- they play back to back. That's
0: when like especially for me War when War Tour was that festival where I realized okay it doesn't need to just be about rock music. Mm-hmm. And same uh, same same tour War Tour, there's you have um, Suicide Silence with Mitch, rest in peace, Mitch. Uh, playing on one stage, and then on another stage, you have you have Jeffrey Star, and then on the the twenty one and up stage, where it's like local talent slash you know you we probably you probably wouldn't sell out a main stage. You have fucking Psycho Stick performing, and the singer is butt chugging Jägermeister out of an old boot.
1: Shocker. What a <laughs> sentence, my guy! What a sentence!
0: <laughs> but I'm kidding. You. This man is wearing a gestures hat. He just got done singing uh, the beer song, for those that know the beer song. And then he just all of a sudden pulls out this boot. The drummer dumps a bunch of Jägermeister into it. And then he just chugs his damn thing, slams the boot to the ground, and they start singing two-ton paperweight. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Who are you guys? Turns out they're actually from my home state.
1: That does not surprise me at all.
0: So that's why I love some of, this, some of these festivals. Now, this is where I'm going to turn it over to you, real quick, good sir. Have you ever been to like a festival, like I'm talking a big one that might be a day or two or three or four long?
2: No, only only a one day festival, not fest. Okay, well then
0: let me let me let me hit you with this. Um, of the festivals that we just listed and the festivals that I mentioned earlier, so whether it be AfterShock, Ozfest, Mayhem. Which one would you want to go to, and who would you want to see there? Because you know, with Mayhem Fest, it's mainly strictly metal music, minus the fact that you'll see Chevelle there every fucking year.
2: Well, mostly I would want to see Aftershock just because it's in Sacramento, and I get to see this idiot right here. Um, he's pointing to him, by the way. He just doesn't have fingers. That idiot. There you know, we go. But other than that, what I will, hmm. it's like, kind of hard to it's, say it's, because, like, I technically have seen the band I would want to see at a big festival already. But hmm.
0: okay, well, let me let me let me hit you with yeah. this then.
2: So, hit me the I'll one. just
0: leave it at I'll just leave it at what would be the house headliners? Would you want to go see? Ozfest, where you could see a very uh, enthusiastic Ozzy Osbourne, even though he's 97,000 years old, but he acts like he's 20. Maybe go to Mayhem, where you, and usually it would be Disturbed and Slipknot headlining.
2: I I would probably just say Ozfest, because I I would want to see Ozzy Osbourne at least once in my life, you know? I've already seen Slipknot. At Knotfest in Iowa. So it's like, this, this is the best I'm going to probably get for a while.
0: And that's another one. Speaking of when you, when you went to go see Knotfest, this man went to go see Knotfest where Slipknot came from.
2: Yeah, in, in the home state.
0: It was amazing. And, and speaking of just random music making its way towards genre, genre tours that you wouldn't think would be there, didn't you say Tech Nine was there?
2: Tech Nine and Suicide Boys
0: rap music at one of the biggest influences of industrial metal next to Fear Factory.
2: Yep, it was an insane lineup. (laughs) Crazy lineup.
0: (laughs) But then again, this is something that we've known with Slipknot forever. Every time they go on tour, they always have some band on there that you would never expect to see them tour with. Like, my first time seeing them, I was a senior in high school. It was them headlining, naturally, Trivium and Cohen and Cambria.
2: Like, the Tech Nine thing was not a surprise. I knew he was. it was a fine choice because Tech Nine and Corey Taylor, you know, that, that type of mix. But, like, I was he knows not everybody. expecting. Holy shit! Yeah, that dude knows everyone. But I was not expecting Suicide Boys. And I will say, they put on a damn good show. Everyone was losing their shit
0: that's the beautiful thing about music is the fact that it has the ability to just fill people with just like this type, this type of euphoria that's completely undescribable. Okay. So now (laughs) turning back over here. So you've been, uh, you've been aftershock one, too many times you've been to warp tour. Yes. You've been to man. No, you've been to hospice.
1: No, I have not.
0: Oh my lord!
2: Is Mayhem in California as well?
0: Mayhem Mayhem was a touring festival; like it would tour all over the all over the oh, states okay. and parts of Canada.
1: Yeah, but when most festivals come to California, it's in Southern California, and I don't know if you know anything about Southern California. It's really far from where I am, really far. <laughs> also, and staying, <laughs> LA's down there. Okay, staying <laughs> down. Well, that's the issue. It's usually in LA and that area. Staying there is so expensive because the cost of living is so high. Like for people to go to Aftershock, you can get hotel deals, you can get shuttle passes, they bundle things so it's affordable. And I'm not saying other places don't do that. What I'm saying is to do that here, you're spending like half as much because the cost of living is so much higher in Southern California. You have to double up on your transportation, your food, your lodging. It's not something I can personally afford aftershocks closer to home uh frazier and i can hop in the car drive we know where the free parking is mando's got the hookup so he has people letting us into certain businesses so we can park on their property whoa your arm scared me yeah um it's just something i can reasonably do so that's why i like that one uh warp tour was uh i had friends who were die hard and you don't stay for multiple days you go up do your day and then come home so they were just more affordable. I'd love to be able to say, "Yeah, no, I went to Wacken or I went to Hellfest and traveled around." I just Here. don't have that kind of money.
0: Wacken yeah. Open Air is on my bucket list. I want to go to Germany and see that festival at least one time. <clears throat> I will take Download Fest as a, uh, as a substitute.
1: Download's pretty sick, dude. Down, Download's oh got some wild God. shows.
0: I have a I have a live DVD of a uh, Lamb of God performing a Download, and I'm like, the energy there was just fucking crazy. Like, just for... uh, Not even... Well, at that point, Redneck, it was, and I think it still technically is one of their biggest fucking hits, but this is when it was just a regular song because it was the third song on Sacraments. It was the third one in line on the roster. I'm sorry, on the set list. And there was like seven mosh pits going off at the same fucking time. Like, every concert I've been to, there's one, maybe two.
1: Oh man, you should have seen corn when they play and when they headlined Aftershock. Just a wall of mosh pits, an inner crowd, and then a big circle pit. It was intense.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, okay, um, download I need to go to. like my big three are uh, download naturally. Wacken mm-hmm. uh, open air, that one's always in Germany, and that's where every single metal band that's worth their salt is there. From mm-hmm. the likes of lamb of god to fucking amana marth sabaton. sabaton oh dude sabaton is magic to see live i wish they would tour in the states more but mm-hmm. um and then also rock am ring or just rock and ring which i think that one takes place in the uk too i hit i saw a live dvd of lincoln park performing there and i'm like dude lincoln park i miss lincoln park so much
2: i wish i was able to see them at least once uh, same,
0: same. But we'll just have the memories. Rest in peace, Chester, and all that. Um. Okay, so then, of the two festivals that, that you listed, so Warp Warp Tour and mm. uh, AfterShock. Yes. Let's just say Warp Tour makes a comeback, or I'm sorry. Let's just say you get you get tell you have the ability to teleport to Warp Tour when it was in its prime. The bands that you want to see there ah, are going to be there. Man. Would you sacrifice going to Aftershock to go to this once in a lifetime Warp Tour or would Aftershock still be your thing?
1: That is so hard because the Warp Tour at its prime was the music era that really defined my teenage years, me growing up, me getting into Water like teenagers. skater punk yeah. and metal and rock. But what I will say is Aftershock is getting so varied. I, I It's hard to say no to it. Because uh, while well, I'll admit Sunday for this year's lineup isn't going to be the close out house banger, the fact that you're going to be able to see a Mongolian metal band, a Japanese metal band, and some of the greatest punk icons of all time in the same three hours, I, that's hard to replace. That's I would still take modern Aftershock because the variety is getting to unreasonably amazing levels. Yeah, I'd say yeah, like what he said,
0: the close out banger, I'll, I'll, I'll address the elephant in the room. Don't really care for Guns and Roses. Respect to you guys, but don't really give a shit. I would have been there to see Rancid, Census Bale, Baby Metal, and I Prevail.
1: And that's the thing I like: um, Guns N' Roses and Queens of the Stone Age. I'm just saying, if that's your marker for the low point of headliners, that's insane. To say that your weak, a link in the chain is Guns and Motherfucking Roses, Th- that's next level. That shows that you're at yeah. the top of the game right there. Mm-mm. Honestly, oh, what
2: on uh, that Sunday uh, is that the day that Baby Metal and I Prevail are supposed to go up?
1: No, uh, Saturday. Baby Metal is playing, and I think I Prevail is indeed Sunday.
0: Yeah. I have the roster. I would up literally,
2: right now. I would literally just go for Sunday to see I Prevail, and then I would leave. <laughs> doing, I, would I don't really <sighs> care for. Any I have words day, for you.
1: They're not uh, Tos friendly. You're gonna hear them later. <laughs> no, I don't care. I
2: would. Oh, I don't really no. care that much for Sunday's lineup.
0: For Great. Sunday's lineup, I'd they're, be
1: down to see the good rancid. Oh, what about there. Billy Talent? I, that, that's what I was getting. That's what I was getting. Oh, to. not you. That was for Brandon. Okay. I, I
2: don't know the Sunday lineup.
1: You I, I, Zoomer? I'm, I'm reading it right now. Goddamn. <laughs> we we'll, we'll read it. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You hold on. up. About, can I can I pitch an idea? How about we start the lineup start to finish and just go through with our opinions because this lineup is out of this fucking world this year. All right. Yeah, start with Thursday. All right.
0: So, we're starting with Thursday, which okay. uh funny enough, so the the headliners are Incubus, Turnstile, and the closer is Avenged fucking Sevenfold.
1: Woo! So- As you said that Freebird started playing in my uh, ear.
0: And now, this is where I want to have a little bit of a conversation about Avenged Sevenfold, just because they have, they have they uh, they weren't exactly on hiatus, but they they have taken they were they, they 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 took a long extended break because they weren't writing music anymore. They would do concerts as long as it was in their local area, but they weren't exactly traveling. And as of this recording today, of March fourteenth, technically fifteenth, now uh, they had just dropped a brand new song.
2: What was that means? Tour dates are also coming soon because it yes. means a
1: new album. I'm I'm just gonna say say this one time. This is how System of a Down came out of retirement. They took a long extended time off. They dropped a single, and then they did aftershock, and then they continued a world tour after that. So I'm, there's hope. They there's hope. This routine here, has been though. done before.
0: So they're 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 fully and officially like out of retirement. They're just still arguing with each other because that. Half of the band wants he to was. make new music. The other half doesn't want to, and then they're also wanting to help out with the with the war in Lebanon because everybody knows they're Lebanese and they're very, very, very much so attached to their 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 homeland. Understandable, respect. But when they do go on tour, if it's not a European tour, they tend to just stay in California, Washington, Oregon, and Nevada.
2: It sucks. Which I would love sucks to when see you live them. on the east coast. Yeah, I would love to see them. But Granted, don't... if they if if, this, the if this is
0: true if they, if this is true that they're going to do the when we were sick tour and that they're headlining fuck everything i'm going i'm yeah, going it, to see
1: right.
0: it. what else? so we'll talk about system over down here in a little bit right now it's about event sevenfold incubus and turnstile but first event sevenfold because now i'm just curious we're we're event we're sevenfold fans around here right
1: oh yeah oh yeah. yeah that's not All that's, right, not, so, that's nah, I, not i not dropped my hands that was so much of an offensive question No. That was, so like, then, like, what the <laughs> fuck? How dare that, you? you
0: know, without thinking off the top of your heads Favorite A7X album and go.
1: Nightmare. Oh, well, Brandon beat me to it. I'm not going to lie. I was that cod kid who played that shit baked out of my gourd until 4 a.m. Avenged Sevenfold blaring. That was my life for a short Nightmare. period of time. Very close, City of Evil. Very close. City of Evil is my, is my number one. I love City of Evil just because
0: the first five songs punch <laughs> you in the throat. Especially um, trashed and scattered. I was just like, okay, this song this, this is a
1: circle My song. So do you remember last time we were talking about rock music and we were giving you a hard time because you're singing your girlfriend, You're at your longtime ex-girlfriend, Little Piece of Heaven on oh. New Year's? You remember that story? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want, and I thought about it that night. Like, damn it, DJ had pulled that. He kind of got, he could have got me too. I guess I shouldn't talk too much.
0: By the way, for future for future reference, uh, (laughs) those that might not know or understand, uh, I'm gonna say this right now: a little piece of heaven is not a couple's song.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) No, but it was good for
1: edgy teenagers, which is what we were at the time. Stick. to <laughs> Dude, it's so true. All the scene
0: kids with the emo hair, the striped armbands, and then it's just like, this song speaks to my soul. I could kill you, and I'd still be in love with you.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, he's so romantic. He said he'd murder me because he loves me.
2: Suzanne, what? What? Although, if we're going to name off a song, I'm saying... A great song just to jam out to would be on City of Evil, Buried Alive. That song is nice and long, and it's a banger. Very, very, very solid choice. For me,
0: I'd have to go with... It's actually a break tie. It's between Burn It Down on City of Evil and uh, Critical Acclaim from their self-titled album.
2: Oh, true. yeah, it's a good one. It's Critical critical
0: Acclaim, for those that know it, it is just a big middle finger to what's wrong with the world. And I'm very okay with it.
2: I'm just going to throw out a classic, because I can always listen to the song and not get tired of it. I'm just going to throw out Nightmare. It's the, the album namesake.
0: And I think that was the first time I actually heard... Uh, even though I knew Shadows could sing, but when the and I know you hear their voices, I'm like,
2: damn, he's holding that. Wait a minute. Yeah. Damn. Let me find out. All
0: right. Salute you, sir. A VED sevenfold song that you can listen to that you wouldn't mind busting out like right now just to, just to, just to kick jam to. What are we listening to? Oh,
1: Beast and the Harlot. No questions asked. choice. don't know choice. why. Good I'm stories. in love with that song, man. I, I, I Ooh, that, that was, that was the
2: one. <laughs> That's one of my top that, fives right there.
0: <laughs> that chicken beast in the harlot made me realize I, I like girls. A lot.
2: I can't say the same. Dale. Oh, he's folding. Alright. Moving on. Well, it's he's pretzeled. On.
0: Yes. So... um. Incubus is also going to be there. Incubus is a very old rock band for those that know. You know Incubus is actually really fucking solid. You don't know Incubus. I recommend that you give them a listen. But what I want to uh, talk about on this lineup, the fact that they managed to get AFI for any of the hardcore emo kids of uh, way back when. Mm-hmm. AFI is, uh, is on this Thursday. uh I almost said the loadout. Yeah, AFI next to the hemlock.
2: Mm -hmm. AFI is is that short for something? I'm totally blanking here.
0: American Family Insurance. Uh, I don't know. I don't
2: know. But they're
0: they're they're an old school emo band that um if you weren't listening to AFI, you were you were a fan of him, his infernal majesty. And they and they're retired. But I was um, not
1: a fan of him.
0: I only like maybe three songs. And the fact that Villa Valo was best friends with Van Margera, whom at the time was my fucking idol. I
2: respect Man, I, I it, didn't but get too. Fan. I didn't get too crazy into the emo scene so that those bands don't ring a bell to me. And meanwhile, AFI
0: was like, was like, it,
2: and so it was like what?
0: AFI and
1: what? It's <laughs> a meanwhile. What do you mean by that? Oh, that, I sorry. That was like three people talking. No. Meanwhile, I saw AFI was announced on this tour. I kicked over a toolbox and started singing Miss Murder standing on top of it.
0: I was just about <laughs> to start bringing up Miss Murder. I, I was, was so overly
1: idiots. dramatic today. My emo kid was just on full display. <laughs> might, I'm going to have to and, check
2: these out, apparently, after this.
0: Okay, Miss Murder is is a banger song, but before that, they were a very much so emo band. For those, I remember the Silver and Cold, Believing Leaving Song Part 2. The Leaving Song Part 2 is what? Uh, introduced me to slam dancing. Really? Yeah, because the entire music video is uh rounds upon rounds of a group of men just slam dancing into each other. I thought they were fighting. I didn't know that's what some people do in pits.
1: Alright, alright, fair. Okay.
0: But yeah, so, Miss Murder is the song that I would recommend that you listen to, because it's a bop, it's fun, and Davey Havoc can scream, too. He's also handsome, but... He could scream his ass off. Not anymore. He's like fifty-seven. Not really. And then Census Fail, another band that was on, that was big in the emo scene. Their claimed fame, at least to me, was they their cover of Institutionalized. A song this man was singing earlier, uh, gotten to the game Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. So I think that is going to be a banger line. Actually. This is just a random fucking thought. You know what band I think would do well at Taste of, Not Taste of Chaos at Aftershock? They were to do a tour again. Ah, uh, y'all remember Three Inches of Blood?
1: I do. God, I love Three Inches of Blood. Oh, uh, oh dude. I... Destroy the orcs. Kill them. <laughs> Kill them all. <laughs> that is my D&D music for sure. That and Deadly Centers.
0: Deadly Sinners, the Goat Riders Horde. The fact that that man's voice can just go that high on its own naturally without pitch shift is unnerving.
1: Oh, yeah. That that dude's built different. That is a ghoul howl. Oh, so for those that
0: don't know, uh, three inches of blood they were a I, would you consider them like a would you consider them thrash metal?
1: They consider themselves black metal which I think is hilarious because it's not <laughs> true.
2: This not nope. true at all. <laughs> it is not true at all. <laughs>
0: But you want a good song to jam out to. There's two singers. One is a high pitch ghoul, ghoul singer. The other one is a screamer. Uh, Listen to the song Deadly Centers. It's on Tony Hawk's Underground 2. And it's also just a damn good song that you can listen to. Uh, The songs do differ in sound because they remastered it in, I want to say, 2009. Mm-hmm. But it is a damn good song that everybody should listen to and enjoy and love and have in your Spotify playlist at all times. I think they would do well if they were to make a comeback oh. to Aftershock.
1: Absolutely. They would kill it. That's the perfect scene for it. They'd, they could post up right next to the uh, Blackcraft, Emo, and Gothware. They have a whole tent. It'd be perfect. They'd fit right in.
0: And up on, next on the roster, I don't know, outside
1: of those four that I listed. I Oh, yeah, and Pennywise. I am about to say, don't you dare. You can't ignore <laughs> Pennywise, as that's one of their number one songs. Yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, it's just like let me read this real quick, and then as soon as I saw Pennywise, I'm like, "Oh yeah, wait a minute!"
1: I think this is gonna be another band. I'm gonna have to look up later. I'm not even mad at you. They're so far, they're before my time, so I'm not gonna be mad at you, like Pennywise.
2: <laughs> yeah, other than like the Kismal lamps, that I would see like at festivals, where I would see the name, I don't know them. Fair, fair, fair.
0: They're good. And, and this, uh, is, this is why I say again: like festivals can bring out music that you never thought that you'd be interested in or listen to. Like that—that's what some of these places, that's what some of these concerts do. Is they, you become a fan of something that you didn't know existed or would never be a fan of.
1: All right, and then DJ, you don't know the Cult, huh? I said you don't know the Cult. No. Okay. It. Okay. They're dad rock. I'll give you that. They're definitely rock. dad rock, so uh, maybe right. that's just me being old man.
0: Old I mean, man. I can, get, I can jam out to some dad rock. There's a YouTuber that I, that I watch who uh, has a band that is considered da- uh, that, that is considered dad rock, and they're just kind of called Daddy rock.
1: Daddy rock. Daddy Rock. You know what? That's at least good marketing. I'll give him that.
0: It's weird. Like for those that don't know who I'm talking about, his name is Jared Dines. Um, and he's a musician in the YouTube space that knows
1: everybody. everybody. Fucking everybody. He's, he's got, a goofball too. He's oh, got no.
0: single sit your ass down. I'm sorry. He's got singles with Howard Jones or Kill Switch Engage slash Light the Torch. Uh I he's to got,
2: say, don't they have doesn't he have a freaking album with Howard Jones?
0: They I don't think it's fully released yet. I think it's just two songs right now. Uh He's got a song with Matt Heafy at Trivium, and then he just—I uh, don't know if it's out yet—but uh, he has this big-ass album coming out with every single like hot guitarist you can think of, both in the YouTube scene and actual band scene. From like the Do, for those that know the Do, Nick Nocturnal, Cole Bennett, Nick, uh, Nita Strauss. Woo, the man, that's, that's the name. Ooh, yeah. The man knows everybody. So give him, give him a listen too as well. But yes, he does have a band called Daddy Rock, and they are dad rock, even though he's a metal musician. And his co-host on one of his YouTube channels is in a deathcore band.
1: Huh. And He's in a
0: daddy rock band.
1: Hey, you do what you do. You do what you love. You do what you love. And you never work a day in your life. Just do what you do. Right. All right. Then Speaking of th- dad rock, <laughs> the headliner for the next day, that's what I was about to get into. <laughs> okay here we go we're in a wavelength dj all
0: right so next up we're going into friday do we want to go straight into the headliners or should we talk about who's opening for him first
1: Oh, well there's a lot of good openers on this day we could definitely a do lot. that a, a lot. lot a, a lot, lot of good apparently. openers like
0: friday is the day to go if you if, if you need if you can only go for one day friday is the fucking day we'll start down here uh there's Currents, Varials, and Gideon.
1: Yes, Woo! Woo baby. Oh, time to throw some elbows. Awesome. throwing windmills. And right. Gideon, as I mentioned,
0: as I mentioned earlier, I've seen Gideon live with this band called Dayseeker, and uh, the I was in essentially an auditorium of 500 people. And wait,
2: you seen Dayseeker? Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. For
0: it was Gideon Dayseeker, and then um, the Devil Wars Prada, and the closer was We Came as Romans. It was Damn. for their 15, uh, their that's 15 year old show.
2: Away. That's a good show. Holy hell, I'm that's sure. a good Dude, show. I want to see Dayseeker so fucking bad. I've right, seen, it was, it I've seen We Came as Romans and Gideon. I need to see Dayseeker, man.
0: I was still surprised at the fact that Wars the Devilwears Prada still kicks.
2: <laughs> their latest album's not that bad.
0: I like, dude, The pit found me. I tried to avoid it because I was still technically injured, and me. the pit found me. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess I gotta. In the great words, a major pain. I had no choice. I had to blast my way out. High <laughs> pitched scream. But yeah. So Gideon fucking slapped currents. I don't think I. I. I think I need to listen to more to more of their stuff. For me, well, they're
2: brand new ready. on the scene. Yeah, they're pretty new.
0: I- Are they really like that new and like new, 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 new?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so then give me more shit. Who, than I, like. I never heard of them, but I saw them at Open for Wage War, and I fucking
1: loved their shit. All right, They've man. been hitting the liquid metal circuit, getting promoted on satellite radio lately.
0: Dude, why does it? Dude, I wish there was more like rock radio stations. Real quick, I'm going to take a side tangent. Y'all remember the shows on when MTV and Fuse still showed music? Yeah, I do. Like, bro, yeah. for, the, for the rap, for the rap, Are you head, talking about
1: Headbangers Ball.
0: I was about to say, for the rap heads, you had 106 in Park. We had Headbangers Ball.
1: God, dude, hosted by Phil
0: Labonte, the lead singer of All That Remains. And. <clears throat> I can't tell you how much music I found through that fucking show. I, it was because of Headbangers Ball that I found Chimera and this uh, grindcore band called The Red Chord. <clears throat> They're not around anymore.
2: Yeah. I remember when I, when I still had cable. There was this one channel that way late at night it would just be like for at least like three hours long of just nothing but metal music videos. And it would have to stay up so damn late to even watch the whole thing. Because it goes like, like from one to like three, four or whatever.
0: Had to put found, the towel in the door so mom didn't wake up and see the light.
2: I found so many metal bands. That's where I found Red. <laughs> so many different metal bands. It came from me just nice staying up and right watching on there. that but it sucked that it was so late and I was still in high school at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so?
1: <laughs> I went to
2: time. went to school fucking tired, man. But it was worth it. I got new music. Oh, I also found Annie's Okay from them. That's the other band, Annie's Okay.
0: Headbangers uh, Ball, I found Chimera, the Red Cord, <clears throat> Soil Work, Devil Driver, just a shit ton of Fucking rock music. Mike. <laughs> okay.
1: Fucking guar baby. And
0: then in the next line above them, this band lost his shit to two of them already. But even though I don't know them personally, but I know Mikey does. The Who. Talk to me.
1: The Who is a truly interesting experience. Who spelled H U, not W H O. Lots of confusion. I'm well aware You're is a dead. Mongolian. They're, dead. They're technically the who is still touring DJ. Doesn't
2: count.
1: It. I, it's not the original members. I also believe that doesn't count. But you know what? I'm not getting into that argument. We'll be here all <laughs> night. Uh, the other who that we're actually that I'm actually going to go see is HU. They are a Mongolian metal band that they do traditional throat singing. They use traditional instruments like brass, like these crazy looking brass drums that I couldn't tell you what they're called. They use horse neck guitars. They use traditional instruments with heavy metal and rock influence. And they've worked with Jacoby Shattuck's, Um, Oh, my God, what's his name? Um, have you guys heard their other English songs? Because they've done stuff with Maria Brink and then the, uh, the lead singer from Ashes to New. I've I've drawn a blank on his name. The rapper or the singer? The singer. Okay. Okay, all right. So they've worked with some huge names. They are amazing. They put on such a good live show. And even with the heavy language barrier, they get the crowd involved. They get people moving. They get chants going that will just absolutely shake a venue to its core. Believe it or not, Whoopi Goldberg's a diehard fan. She saw them once and invited them back to their place. That's how good they are. And they just partied and hung out with her. Like, they're so incredibly talented. The music is so unique. And you get to see a little bit of the cultural side because they do wear regalia. They do have traditional instruments. It is all around one of the coolest experiences you will ever see at a metal show. And it's super, like, out there and different. I'm so excited to see them. I'm so excited to see them playing on a huge stage.
0: Oh, it's whooping, and The first thing that I imagined is, like, Her dressed up in her nun outfit from Sister Act, just moshing while the Who's playing.
1: Well, so I guess the story went because they had worked with a, They actually did work for Disney for the Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, and somehow one of somebody in that circle is friends with her. And she said, hey, I like their music. Can you put us in contact? So while they were on tour, she just invited them over to her place and they were hanging out, taking pictures, having like a little party and playing music. Like how do uh, how does that journey come about? How do you just like oh yeah we're gonna go do this today? Who 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 wants us to come to the house? Is she does she know who we are? She knows we're not the old white guys, right? Cool, let's go. Well, it's just
0: it's almost the same thing. Like you can't picture her standing and like taking a picture with the Who, but then you have the the same concept: Jim Carrey's best friends with Cannibal Corpse. Nobody would have seen that coming. When I first found out that Jim Carrey's Dude. friends with Animal Corpse, I I didn't when believe him. I
2: found that out. It I almost so lost sense. my shit, but then I hear all this stuff about him being the huge metalhead, and I'm like, yep,
1: that makes sense. The guy's always- unironically a fan of Napalm death. He's in the metal. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: The fact that he tried to actually talk about metal music on—I want to say it was an old, old, old broadcast of—I think it was David Letterman—and he, yep. l- full straight face, asked David Letterman, "Do you know metal music?" No. What is that? And that he just starts doing like the, it was a horrible impression of gutturals, but it was fucking Jim Carrey nonsense.
2: Oh my God, just I Jim love Jim that Carrey. clip.
0: It was Jim Carrey being <laughs> Jim Carrey. Oh yeah. All right. All right, before we get too lost in the sauce mm-hmm. up there. Next uh, in line that I know this man also uh, went apeshit for is Fire from the Gods.
1: Oh, man, dude. I, I Okay, so they do new metal. They do rock. They have the new albums really nuts because it does a lot of clean stuff. It does a lot of technical stuff. And then it even has some with Jama- uh, with uh, reggae and rock er, and rap influence. And then they've worked with Sonny of P.O.D., Oh, man, Fire from the Gods has that classic skater punk sound with a very like bouncy groove metal. Oh, dude, it's so they're so good. I love them. I love the music. I absolutely think they put on a fantastic live show. AJ is one of those singers who gets into it and he's up on the rail, like crowd surfing over people while still uh, keeping the song going, getting into it, throwing the mic to fans like they are a full package. The music's fantastic. I'm so excited to see them in a big venue because I've always seen them in small places.
0: Wait, isn't he the one in the viral clip where he was, uh, I guess you could say walking on the crowd, where like inside a crowd servant, they were holding his, their hands out and he was stepping, uh, he was putting his feet on their hands and walking on them, and then somebody threw a beer at him that he caught?
2: Was that him? No,
1: I don't think that was not him. Okay. Um, Whoever it was, I don't know if there's legend, any good... but damn. I don't know if there's any footage of these guys doing that doing any crazy stuff, because like I said, they usually play small venues. They usually open for bigger bands. This will probably be one of the first few times where they're on a big stage with a huge crowd, and I'm so excited to see it just take off, especially when they play some of their older stuff and it just goes really hard skater punk. People are going to go wild.
0: Understandable. Especially and the I- ladies
1: are going to be screaming.
0: Especially when I hear uh, like skater punk, it takes me back to some of the some of the bands I would listen to when I was a skate rat, such as like Bad Religion and Rise Against. No man, God. yeah, Rise Against, God damn. All right, then uh, next up on this dock, and on the same line, I know this man doesn't care about him. I don't know your opinion on him, but I'm starting to. Uh, they're starting to grow on me, but uh, Memphis May Fire.
2: I'm iffy. There's like a couple of songs that I do like of theirs, but meh. The
0: first song I heard was the song Make Believe, and it wasn't even the actual sound of the song itself and the fact that it's, it's a very good, like, solid rock song, but I'm also big on lyrics. Like, I have an entire playlist of songs ranging in genre that your words stand out to me i can listen to these when i'm having a good day i can listen to them when i'm having a bad day and then they'll they'll make me feel better a little bit because somebody else is able to convey what i'm feeling what i have problems conveying what i'm feeling make sense
1: yeah yeah but i don't i don't particularly see it in memphis mayfire yeah
0: but so like uh, just the the two songs off the top of my head is uh um uh, Make believe and bleed me dry, and I'm like, okay, these guys, these guys are spitting. They are, they're talking about what I, what I feel, and you know what? I can add these to a playlist. Will I, say I'm a Amigos, friend? No.
2: I think the only song that comes to mind. I know there's two technically, but the only one I can remember is called Thief.
0: Okay, and then I know they just released a new song with, I think the same guy from Fame on Fire. It is Fame on Fire, right? yeah, Fame on Fire. All right.
2: But yeah. And
0: then then moving up, this man, if he can go on a Friday, he's going to lose his shit.
2: Bad Omens. Yes. I've already seen one twice, but I don't care.
1: (laughs) Same, bro. They never put on a bad show. Bad Omens performs. Every single time they deliver. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. And they've
2: released. I would have saw them next month, but before I can even buy the tickets, they're already sold out. Fuck you, TikTok (laughs) kids. You're selling out shows. Damn it. They're probably not even going to stay there for most of the show anyway.
1: Yeah, I, I did... And I'm excited because they released new music since the last time I saw them. If I got to push a TikTok kid out of the way to get to the front stage, so be it. You've dude, all been warned. Dude, this is piss- your warning. It's
2: pissing me off. This is the second show they, they're coming around, back around, and they were so out before I can.
1: Dude, those tickets weren't up for a week. That's the thing, and, though. They're really popular beforehand. Like Whenever yeah, we saw were, them in big but, venues in the Bay Area, crowd, do you know the words? And it would just be a chorus of people. Like The building was yeah, vibrating. They're Everybody awesome. was singing.
2: And it's great. But ever since Just Pretend came out and it became a huge TikTok thing, they've been selling uh, out shows and most of the people leave after that song. It's pissing me off,
1: <laughs> dude. I want to see Bad Omens fuckheads. Whatever. Uh, no, no. Him? Those are the people you got to grab by the shoulders and hold on to when he yells, Split the room. Like, you're learning. Like, you're staying for this. It's like, You're my What's shield up, now, you? bitch.
2: Is
0: your, is your in game mic beauty? because your mouth's not moving? Probably is.
2: Anyway. Just a quick check uh, check. Yeah, it was. Okay. But, God damn oh, yeah. I love bad omens. <laughs>
0: and i i feel bad that i slept on them the the first time i had the chance to see them live uh, cuz again this might sound stupid of me but when when it comes to certain bands i'm there to see them i kind of don't give a shit about who's opening for them i just kind in this case it it was a Day to remember concert and it was bad omens opening then it was the plot in, uh, the plot in you and then a Day to remember And I was like, I have no clue who Bad Omens are. I don't think I give a shit. I just really want to see a day to remember. And so my friends and I were in the parking lot uh, pre-gaming. And when I tell you, I hear one of the gnarliest growls my ears have ever ingested. I dropped a beer, picked it back up, dusted it off, finished it, (laughs) told my buddy... We need to go now. I think we might have fucked up.
2: Oh, bro. Uh, and Noah's especially if they play glass houses. Bro, Noah's voice, you can go to, from sounding an angel to sounding like a fucking demon. And oh, especially yeah. With Dude. a
0: voice like that, I was expecting bro. it to come out of, like, you know, a happy, sick, girthy I, man.
2: Like, I'm I, talking. I, about so no, I played Death of Peace of Mind, but then the next song to a friend, I played dethrone and he thought there was two completely different person
1: well how do you feel about uh, burning out where you get the transition that clean back and forth because you don't hit his worst but you don't hit his lowest it's just smooth the whole time oh
2: yeah dude oh that's so good <laughs> yeah i was
0: i was i was shell shocked when i looked upon the stage and i saw a man that was the, the size of the legs of these chairs and i'm like you can do that
1: that dude's got some power yeah all right it kinda reminds me of um I think his
2: name is Rory or something like that. The singer for day Singer. He he can scream if he wants to. That dude has some pipes. But right. he has a beautiful voice.
0: Alright, and this is where we're gonna have to speed run a little bit or else we'll be here for the next three hours because we still have two other was, days to go through and we're already damn near an hour. I was ahead.
2: gonna say get to the oh, day two different. headliners. Get to the day All two right, headliners so- then. All right, so, so
0: to, to finish out the openers for to finish out the openers for the headliners, uh, Skillet, woo, yep, uh,
1: yep, love them, love em.
0: Parkway, uh, not not Parkway uh, Coen and Cambria,
1: love them. I,
0: I don't personally care. Don't really care. Like I said, I saw them open for Slipknot. I was there to see Slipknot trivia. I
2: was okay. there to see some fucking speed metal. And I have never heard a song from them in my life. You've heard "Welcome Home." I guarantee you have. Probably. Everybody's heard "Welcome Home." That's <laughs> probably that's their biggest song ever. Probably, I probably, I just don't know him.
1: And then Megadeth. I'm so Ooh. angry. Megadeth is opening for Tool. Dave Mustaine didn't beat Throat it. Cancer and continue singing to open for a band whose singer can't be in the spotlight. Ah! <sighs> oh my God. That's audio. Sorry, that's been you know i have opinions you know it's fine (laughs) it went from screaming to sound
0: like you were gargling mouthwash
2: (laughs) dude it's
1: fine
0: (laughs) yeah much much respect to to (sighs) Dave dan i love the fact that he is still one of the most influential and most gnarly guitarists i've ever Mm -hmm. had the gracious honor of like bestowing my eyes upon he's an influence Mm -hmm. he's an inspiration keep doing what you do dude you're one of the few rockers we got left since ozzy can't tour anymore sadly all right the old school are disappearing man all right getting to the headliners even though he, they're the main headliner tool this man has expressed uh how angry he is that tool is is closing instead of Megadeth. i am a person not a tool fan i respect tool but i don't really they're, they're not my style they're not my flavor i have seen actually funny enough i saw them uh, one co- uh, one time, it was the tour before they went on hiatus for 13 fucking years, but I was there
2: to see Deftones. I don't care for Tool. Never did.
1: Oh, Tool's a great live show if you want to take a nap, smoke a blunt, and chill in the bushes. Oh, yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> The worst part what? is Mando was there and he was screaming, oh, yeah. and hard cut yeah, to that, me that. and Fraser just chilling a mile
2: away, bro. That's how I felt when Volby went on, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go sleep now. I'm... Okay,
1: now I like Volby. I don't.
2: I think
0: I think kind of cool. Me. I thought the I thought the guy's voice was a little weird because for some reason he sounded like Share to me because you know, the I'm first thing I heard I like was Share.
2: It's Share. The fuck?
0: Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Take the guy, take his sound when he sings Lola Montez and now turn it into, do you believe and laugh at your love?
1: I will, but I don't think I'd, I'm hmm. not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I could right, Anyways. It.
0: But um, now the other ones left or right, blue or green, fellas, what, what color are we going with blue or green?
1: Well, can we start with blue and work our way up to the, to the ridiculousness?
0: Alright, so blue is Godsmack.
1: I enjoy Godsmack. I I think Godsmack Godsmack
0: is sick. I love the fact that they've had a long, illustrious career. I hate the fact Mm -hmm. that they had to cancel a bunch of tour dates because Mm -hmm. their ticket sales weren't Mm -hmm. high enough. I need to check that. That's crazy,
2: right? I swear, because they were coming to my state, and if that state show was canceled, I'm going
1: to be upset. I wanted to see them, damn it. The Godsmack is so good one of the artists at Aftershock last year turned down an encore because Godsmack got him backstage passes. He walked out and said respectfully, yo, I appreciate all the love, but I got backstage to see some motherfucking Godsmack. Peace! Be safe, everyone! Drops Mike Lee. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good Godsmack is. I'd
0: probably honestly do the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then. Slant, so off the top of your head, Godsmack song, uh, your favorite one or the one that you can jam to right now, you agree and go. Uh,
1: everybody, I stand alone. That's not even a question. That's the stand, stand alone. You're going with be. him stand alone? Yep. I'm going with
0: crying like a bitch. Uh, that, makes uh, that, makes that makes
1: sense. That makes a lot of sense.
0: <laughs> You're crying like a bitch. But then a close second would be "Under Your Scars," just because that song, dude, he can Ooh, sing, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like, that man can
2: sing. Yeah. Oh, um, how about um, "Legends Will Rise"? That's a good one. I like that. I Last love game and that music song right there. That, that, that song, song get, every time I hear that song, that gets in my head for days. <laughs> it's very motivational too. It is. It lets you
0: know that, hey, ju- just because shit got bad doesn't mean you can't rise from it.
2: And they came out with a re- an album recently. I need to listen to <sighs> it. All right,
0: and now, moving on to... Uh, ultimately, Gotham is fucking fantastic. We love you. Please don't cancel any more tour dates, or else I'll be very sad and much, much, much not happy with you. I'll still mm. listen to your music, but under, under uh, like, extreme duress. Okay?
2: I'll be yeah. mumbling under my breath and out of frustration, but I'll still listen to man, your man, stuff. Bitch, fuck these guys. But then right. the one that we needed to have at this concert,
0: fucking Limp Biscuit.
1: Yo, be yes. first time seeing them. I'm so excited. <laughs> Dude,
0: I've been listening to so much Limp Biscuit recently. I, I I frequently sing Limp Biscuit at karaoke because Fred Durst, a lot of their songs are just fucking goofy fun.
1: Oh, they're fun. Oh, they're fun. The
0: fact that you have a song called Nookie, and you basically say everything you're doing is for pussy. And I'm like, okay, sure, cool. Hey, real, oh, yeah, real buddy. dude,
2: dude, real I just, <laughs> One, I want to see them live just because it would be my first time. But I also just want to see Fred Durst live and in the flesh, is doing his thing. I want to see that red ass hat. <laughs> I will say, I, I was about to say, it is a different
0: Fred Durst. It's not the, it's not the blue South Pole jeans, white T shirt. With the with the white Nikes and red hat, he wears yes. some weird ass. The weird uncle at the cookout outfit. That's when fine. 70s, that's never fine. Never left him. but he's still goofy and weird. So that, so, Fred, we love you. I'm happy you managed to get the band back together. So you didn't keep selling shit on the QVC channel. <laughs> Proud of you. Um. <laughs> all right. Day three, and before oh. we go to day three, yep. we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we're going to hear from that sponsor we're going to hear from that sponsor back there if you can see him ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back after this Well, that was fun. Oh, hey gamer. Still can't clutch up in Warzone? Still no Victory Royales? Still Maidenless? It's time to change how you play, son. Drink Dubby, the delicious gaming energy supplement that'll help you achieve that epic play of the game. Now head on over to w.gg and use our code NSE for 10% off your total order. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the battlefield. And we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully that was fun. Hopefully that was educational for you. Please get your hands on some W's, our code, NSE at checkout for 10% off your total order. We're going to have to take, and, you know, uh, talk
2: to this man.
1: <laughs> I think he's
2: rocking out too hard for his headset. No, I think, my,
1: uh, I think my uh, cable's wearing out. If I move it all, it just disconnects.
0: Oh, shit. Oh,
1: yeah, oh, that happened to be my <laughs> old one, too.
0: But, yeah, so uh, thank you, W, for hanging out with us. You're fun. You're great. You're beautiful, as I always want to tell you. Mwah, love you dearly. Love you to pieces. I hope your toast is perfect tomorrow. But now moving on to day three, because we are talking about rock music. We're talking about this lineup of, ta- at, at, I
1: keep wanting to say Taste of Chaos. That was <sighs> a lie. I am headbanging way too hard. <laughs> the guilt was eating me alive. <laughs> and we're
0: gonna we're gonna try to kick it up a notch because again, we'll be here, we'll be here for two and a half hours, as much as I wouldn't mind that. We don't want this episode to be that damn long. So day three. All right.
1: Day three stacked, dude.
0: <laughs> day three is a stacked lineup. We're gonna we'll we'll say who the headliners are and then we'll go through the openers. So your headliners are 311
1: I'm actually pretty excited. They were definitely from the early days of me getting into Getting into what? Into music, like just okay. the rock alternative. I, I've, mm. I've
2: only heard them a couple times. Not anything very really extensive. And
0: then next to them is Pantera, which mm. there's not much you could say out uh, like bad about Pantera, dude. It's it's Pan fucking Tara.
1: I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Some of their fans scare me, but I'll deal with it.
0: And if I if I remember correctly, Zach Wilde is actually going to be the standing guitarist. I don't know who their drummer is going to be, but you know, rest okay. in peace to, to Dimebag and Vinnie Paul, yep. Rose and rock and roll forever. Yep. Uh, I went to actually uh, a couple of weeks back. I went uh, to go see Black Label Society, and they actually did a dedication to Vinnie and Dime. And it what? was dude, it was emotional, bro. I was oh, emotional. Man.
1: I'm not gonna lie, if they play cemetery gates, I'm gonna get emotional. Because you know there's gonna be a tribute to them.
0: You know Got it's you. gonna happen.
1: That's what we need. Footage of me just weeping like a little bitch at Aftershocks for the Put <laughs> <laughs> this on the
0: TikTok. I miss you, man.
1: It's just me chasing Frazier. Put the camera down, stop. <laughs> It's not, trips, be a sad, it's not even
0: gonna be a sad song. He's <laughs> just gonna see Pantera and he's gonna be crying while singing the lyrics.
1: Re <laughs> that. Nah, there's there is on? one band on this that might make me cry, but we're not quite there yet.
0: Alright, then let's 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 cruise through the openers. Alright.
1: You mean the First headliners? Up? Huh? Wait, where are we going?
0: No, we're uh, Th- we're gonna cruise we were the it. openers okay. real quick. I'm just gonna okay. I'm just gonna okay. I'm gonna speed read the names and right. then uh or at least the names that fucking matter, I think. Fair enough. And then correct me if I miss one that you wanted to talk about. So hmm? Fame on Fire, New Age Lip Biscuit. Um, not Lip Biscuit, new uh, New Age Lincoln Park. No, they're the ones that do the cover. Yeah, they're the ones that do that do all the yeah, covers.
2: Yeah, they do a lot of covers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're cover of Usher. That's in yeah, new
2: age would, like, would probably be Ashes to, from S to New. That, yeah.
0: That's what I that's what I was looking for is from S to New. Yeah.
2: Uh
0: Escape the Fate. Craig Mabbitt, love you. Not really. Um mm. Wow. Oh, did I, did I say that out loud? No, nope,
1: didn't, you know, didn't. didn't you didn't you say something about traders? I like traders. They're hardcore, they're a little more gritty, and a lot less uh technical, but I enjoy them quite a lot. All right
0: all right, all right all right all right all right then on the next line we have sleep token the amity affliction
1: that's the one that's gonna that's make. Them, yep. i love those guys affliction. Bro, it's, ah. it's either gonna be father son or pittsburgh and i'm just gonna dude, lose it's, my it's shit. pittsburgh for me dude <sighs> oh, uh, that, I, I don't i don't know them uh, what's so
0: sad or emotional about them
1: are you serious you really
0: So they okay.
1: Amity Affliction has this incredible ability to be very deep, hard hitting, and real. They talk about some real heartbreaking lyrics, and in the same song, have heavy breakdowns about like the human spirit in rising. It is an insane style. It is. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody else that quite does the same. Do you? I don't. I did. You have to check them out. I I highly recommend them. Bands
2: that are really emotional and can make you cry but not while also having insane breakdowns mm-hmm. like an it, emotional breakdown to me would be like day seeker but then there's many affliction where it's like they are heavy too like they, mm-hmm. they made some chunks <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man the way down the way down gets me every time at yes. Warp Code when they played it I shit you not the crowd went from moshing everybody's got their arms over each other and we're all swinging and singing and there's people like in full tears it was real dude that dude, shit was they, so real they
2: can hate you in the feels dude
1: <laughs> so oh that's God. how you know
0: their music their music is good is the fact that they have the diverse ability to change up their aggressive sound and make you want to listen because Dude. something is speaking to you on an emotional, spiritual, mental Dude.
2: level. They're oh, like, yeah. I love them, but they're just like how I feel about NF, where I had to be in that type of emotional state to listen to them. No, else, that's fair. Or else I'm going to get bummed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair I think NF is fucking oh, sick, NAP's NAP's is song sick. Mottos,
0: lit. especially all the references in his music that he make we're not here to talk about rap music we'll no, we'll, no. we'll talk about NF another day so then I'll have to give everybody affliction a try because uh, I I can admit it I'm an old head and I and I tend to stick to the music that I started that I started listening to so like in my playlist right now I still have the Sacrament album from Lamb of God and every now and again we we switch it up to Laid to Rest and Omerita, that opening line no No
1: Memento Mori
0: Oh no I think I think the song is great like again Lamb of God is in my playlist cuz they're like okay. the band that got okay. one of the bands that like got me into I mean, metal
2: it's I mean you would hear Momentum more anyway they open with that song anyway
0: Oh yeah 100% Yeah every time but I'm talking, if I'm listening to my music and I'm like going through my old albums, like like I said, such as Lamb of God's Sacrament album, or uh, As I Lay Dying, It's an Ocean Between Us, that song, Nothing Left, kicks you in the fucking oh, dick. Yeah. The Follow My Deals album from All That Remains. All, mm-hmm. all that shit that's damn near 20 years old at this point.
2: hmm yeah.
0: Okay, so, now, moving on is Avatar.
1: Whoa! 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 You did not just skip the Fever three three three.
0: I was gonna save them for later because I really like them.
1: Okay. Avatar had a mild panic attack. Okay. (sighs)
0: Not a huge fan of Avatar. I can admit that they're okay. I I love their look. (sighs) They built up a solid reputation. They built up a solid fan base. And you know what? Maybe it could be another classic case of DJ needs to give the right song a try.
1: So if well, you that's have the, the thing. Song, they're not—they're not consistent. They change up so much. Like it's hard to recommend something that's going to sound vastly different from the rest of their work.
2: Yeah, I think
1: that's. I don't know.
2: There might be a song or two that I might like of those. I don't know. I haven't really given them a shot because the two or three songs I've already heard, I didn't really get into.
0: So would you say they're more a ba- uh, like more of a band that? You're not a fan of, but there's a song or two that uh, that you could add to a playlist, but not the
2: entire album. That's the thing is, I don't yeah. know if there is a song or two yet. I'm still yet okay. to find one.
0: Well, then I'm definitely going to be doing some Googling, YouTubing, and uh, mm-hmm. spotify later on. Now, the one that this man was about to decapitate me for. <laughs> Fever 333 holy damn. shit damn this isn't one of the craziest punk shows i've ever fucking been to Dude.
1: i ooh, i love them the energy the hype the fever 333 delivers on all fronts bro they had to have russian riot response shut down their show because it got so out of hand Dude, NotFest. Oh yeah. When they were in the... Oh my
2: god! I swear, I thought there was gonna be riots or like they're gonna break down the fences because dude, it got mm-hmm. intense. There was just a dust cloud over the stage. Oh my god. <laughs> like, bro, though, I saw them at
0: NotFest before before the the long stay inside happened, and the singer towards the end of the show just. At, when when him and the guitarist got done destroying the stage set, the yep. singer just got naked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't get that. We didn't get
1: that. Yeah. We didn't get that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, still, I still got pictures and videos. This dude just started like progressively taking off his clothes until he was in socks and boxers. And I'm like and we didn't All right. get
1: that. Yeah. Holy, oh, yeah. shit, Deej. Holy shit,
0: Dej. Holy shit. I'm like, this is a true punk show. The stage is destroyed. Somebody's and somebody's missing clothes. Normally, it's somebody in the audience, not the guy performing, but you know.
1: Well, when we saw him, he was 25 feet up on the scaffolding, shirtless, just hanging on by one hand, performing the set with the other hand. And then when he was done, put the mic in his mouth, climb back up, and then climb back down. The guy is a madman. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that guy is something, dude.
0: Dude, My that's what God. I respect. Is like when you go all out. That that reminds me of shades of like early. Now I'm not saying I advocate this ever. I'm gonna preface this right now. But that does give me like shades of early Slipknot vibes when they were climbing up the scaffolding, and then even yep. at, at some point setting themselves on fire. Yep. You know, I still remember watching a video where Corey, uh, where somebody set Corey Taylor's arm on fire and it didn't go out immediately when he tried to. He started panicking trying to put it out while still singing the song. So he lays down while singing the song. The percussionist jumped down off of their beer keg drums and starts stomping on his arm. Still singing the song, by the way. To put the fire They're out.
1: They're committed to the craft. That oh, is yeah. a showman to the core. Yeah, very and, and, committed.
0: And that's why I give fever three 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 the props, because especially with that Corey Taylor bit that I told you about, that was one of those instances of in today's landscape. I never thought I would see anything like that ever again. Yet here it is. Another group of people that are willing to go ape shit for their craft because they enjoy it. And they know oh, yeah. as long as we're enjoying it, the fans are gonna enjoy it too. So fever three three three, you get the check mark of fucking awesome. All right, and then afterwards, speaking of Slipknot. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He's on he's on line above. Okay, next is Death Clock.
1: I am so excited. I've been trying to see them for years. I know it's kind of a dumb gimmick band. I don't give a shit. Metalocalypse is part of my childhood. I grew up still loving the music. I was listening to The Gears and Death March. Today, Death Clock still holds up. I don't care what anybody says.
0: I forgot what song it was, but one of their songs was on um, I think it was Guitar Hero 2, and that's how I discovered them.
1: Probably Thunderhorse.
0: Horse. That's it. It was Thunder
1: Yep. Death and Clock. Then, I,
0: I I fell in love with Death Clock. I got the chance to see them live the fir- for the first time back in, like, I want to say 2007, mm-hmm. and it was them and Chimera opening for Dragon Force. Pod combo? Hell
1: yeah. Mm, what yeah, a combo.
2: Moved.
0: Yeah, it was great, though. It was sick. You know you know Death Clock?
2: Vaguely. And, and all I know is Metal Alkalypse, really. That's it.
1: That's fine. Their music's the brunch- in it.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah the breadth you need to know is that uh, the
0: entire band is one guy. He does everything.
1: His name is Brandon.
2: Something you want to tell us? Don't look at me, bitch. Okay.
1: zoomer don't know death clock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next up, sw-
0: moving swiftly upwards, directly above death clocks, we were just talking about his other his other project. Corey Taylor's gonna be there as Corey Taylor, not Slipknot, yeah. not Stone Tower.
2: It's gonna be Corey. I'm so excited. Taylor. Taylor. That, that's that good. dude that's is an talented. But yeah, I want to see that. Corey Taylor
0: show is one is one of the few shows I haven't seen, but I've, I want to see it so badly because I've seen Stone Sour and I've seen Slipknot, but I've never seen Corey Taylor.
1: Yeah, me either. I've only ever seen him as Stone Sour or Slipknot, so I'm very excited to see what he's going to bust out on his own. And it's I don't know good. if you know this, Sacramento loves Corey Taylor like every single time, dude. Packed in 8,000 people deep screaming. I'm so excited. There's gonna be some fucking energy in the air,
0: dude. Especially after I saw that music video of Corey Motherfucking Taylor can't be stopped. I'm like, and he had all those celebrity cameos in a four-minute video. Like, how many
2: people do you
0: know? Everybody wants to know Corey Taylor. There's Danny Trejo,
2: dude. If you don't, if apparently if you're a celebrity, if you're not friends with Corey Taylor, you're not in it.
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's how you know you made it in life. Everybody wants to be your friend as a status. Yeah, dude. God damn. Right.
0: Is it next That'd be thing? hilarious.
1: You're not Corey Taylor verified. Get out. Sorry. You
0: Continue mark.
1: <laughs> Corey don't know you. You're not cool with us.
0: Yeah, fuck yourself. All right, the next on the list is Parkway Drive.
1: I am so excited! I've been trying to see them for years, but every time I get tickets, they get canceled. So I am, uh, I'm very ecstatic. I can't wait! I love their music, but they're from very far away.
0: Oh, yes, they are very far away, but I think that they're fantastic, especially when. And everybody knows when to start singing, but when Wild Eyes comes on and you just hear that subtle crowd start,
1: oh, Oh, dude. And I'm I'm so excited.
2: Wow.
0: Here we go.
1: When Wild Eyes or Crush starts, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm just going to be up on the crowd surfing up to the front.
0: get me up there get me up there
1: it's not a question I could jump I'm not tall but I'll get up there <laughs> I'll step on some heads if I have to
0: All right. do, you, do you like do you, do you like Parkway Drive
2: I have, honestly I haven't listened to any other music
0: okay okay
2: honestly, <laughs> I'll change it after this podcast comes <laughs> <laughs> i gonna
1: pop a blood vessel <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, baby, don't talk to me.
0: <laughs> they're pretty. They're pretty solid. If you want a good song to break yourself in, like you said, "Crush" or or "Wild Eyes," just because the 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 melody is fucking gnarly. And like I said, with "Wild Eyes," that's the crowd participation song where everybody oh, in yeah. the audience is singing.
1: Yeah, there's a, and if you are singing the opening
0: notes, you just got chosen, and you will be in the pit, whether you like it or not.
1: <laughs> You've been offered. Yeah, there's a lot you of bands
0: on, on
2: those rosters, and I'm gonna have to look up later. Oh yeah.
0: All right, we're gonna skip over the one that I know he wants to talk about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: Polyphia or Polyphia.
1: I love Polyphia. I'm so excited to see them live for the third time never a bad show super technical super clean i'm not gonna lie if i've had a hard day i am gonna post up and just sit and enjoy the show because they dude, that's just something you could vibe to i love their stuff
0: yeah i love their technical guitar skills like a lot of people say that they're like a more melodic a melodically toned and modern version of dragon force with some of the
1: things that they can do on guitars ah uh, i i have i think they're way more unique than that I think they have such a distinct sound and style. Right. I I wouldn't lump them in with anybody. If you sound like anybody, you're Polyphia. That, in my opinion, if you want to sound like something, you have to sound like them. They're that good. Understandable.
0: And again, that, that 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 Polyphia is one of the bands for you guitar heads that love a unique sound guitar. This is the band to listen to. Like oh, this yeah. is the band to listen to and just vibe and just let like take the world in.
2: Thoughts? I have no thoughts.
1: Okay. All
2: right, so now I'm I'm
1: not I'm not surprised.
2: (laughs) Polyphia's niche.
1: (laughs) Polyphia's niche. That's all I'm saying.
0: Excuse me, Arm. Can you return to me, please? I need you. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Baby metal oh yeah oh yeah oh dude i cannot wait baby metal steals the show every time i was in the crowd with people who were like i just want to see it it's a gimmick band i don't think they're going to be that good but i just want to see it by the end of the song horns up in the circle pit just riding it around like it's a goddamn roller coaster just "Ah, ah, ah, oh my god they're so good i shit you not they are that amazing, man. The full band lined up, dressed like they're from The Grudge. People shredding it on the guitar that you didn't even see. They step out into the light. It's I can't. I'm so excited. And they did a whole new album since the last time I saw. Them. I cannot wait. I hope they do um, the one they did with Sabaton, Omaji Night. I I want to see that one live.
0: Yeah, the first song that I heard when this man started talking to me about baby metal, I didn't know who they were and I learned myself something and I just heard Gimme Chocolate and the first like 40 seconds where it's just the opening guitar licks. I'm like, oh, my God, I already want to run in a circle.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, Gimme Chocolate's everybody's first one. Personally, I like Death or um, Starlight, but, you know, Gimme Chocolate's pretty solid. Thank you. Anyway,
0: and now we move up to wait. Does brandy know Baby Metal? Yeah, of course I do.
2: Okay, okay. I got, I got to ask. I got to ask. We're like Me and him. You, you told me and him at the same time. Except I don't know. I went, I went more into more in death. And yes, I love death.
1: All right. What about the Metal Galaxy, their newest album? Do you know any of it? I have not listened to it yet. OK, OK, I'll, I'll stop there because there's like the there's two Sorry. songs on there that just absolutely pull up my heartstrings. I, if they play them, I'm going to be a mess. Trust me, there are there's a lot of yeah. albums I need to listen to. that came out recently. Fair enough, fair enough. Sorry to continue. Yeah.
2: Oh uh, no, it's good. Uh, it's time
0: to
1: run. So, um, we're up, we're up
0: at the headliners now. So, as I mentioned earlier, 311, Pantera, Corn. We'll start with 311. I don't know them. I don't think.
1: I like 311. They're good. They're from my childhood. I enjoy it. It's easy soft rock, soft alternative. I I'm I'm going to love it. And I'm not going to lie, the nostalgia is probably going to kick me right in the nuts when I'm when I get there. Okay. Yeah, I they, don't know them. You know, no. All right. Amber is the color of your energy. You know them. Mm. I have to give it a Mm. listen. I'm not gonna sing it because then we get. you I probably would have to hear it. Whoa! Don't
2: you (laughs) dare!
0: But I'm in the same boat. I might have to listen to it to actually understand. Because apparently, I know a lot of rock music once I actually hear it. But I just don't know. You'll know exactly who it is because who
1: the hell talks about 311? Anyways.
0: Uh oh, so, real quick, oh, what was the name of the song again?
1: It, uh, I would uh, Let's not do it. Let's not do it because I'm gonna no. be like, ah, I told you guys.
0: No, I'm saying, what was the name of the song again, so I can. So hey, I, can I believe it's called Amber. Okay, because I'm gonna I'm gonna Amber. Spotify it later. All right. All
1: right. Mm-hmm.
0: And now, Pantera. Pantera, classic band, one of the pioneers yep. of industrial, thrash, new metal, whatever the fuck you want to, whatever the fuck you want to class them as. Philip Salmo, a fucking crazy front man. Holy shit, and he's still fucking handsome. Dude, I still remember the first time I heard Cowboys from Hell. And I'm like, what? wait a minute. I want to monster this, but at the same time, I wanna like I wanna like break dance. Hold up. How is this how is this possible? So like, your first Pantera song. You ever heard
1: uh it definitely had to be walk and it was during uh weight training and conditioning and that really set a good tone for the rest of the day and my taste going forward in workout music
0: especially with the actual like uh, rhythm over uh, scheme that's actually a great song to live to oh, yeah.
1: well at that point i hmm. think i was squatting 480 so getting hype and getting in the zone was essential under, 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 understandable.
2: <laughs> you know, it's I'm not kinda, doing that anymore. It's kind of funny because I was also introduced to them under similar circumstances. First song I ever heard, Walk, and it was in a gym. Mm-hmm. It's workout mm-hmm. music, man. Yep.
0: Mine was Space uh, my space Cowboys. Mine was Cowboys from Hell. It was in a gym locker room, and I want to say I was... Sixteen and in high school, and my yep. uh, our gym coach, our gym teacher was uh, was was uh, was blaring shit. I'm oh, sorry, PE teacher was blaring that shit, and I was already into rock music. And I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of hype. Wait a minute. Okay, we're running track to this bet. Watch how fast I run this mile. All uh, right, guy. So, Pantera gets the stamp of approval. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Good, yep. good. good, Now. Corn. If anybody I'm so ever has the balls to tell me that they think corn is bad, <clears throat> you're fucking wrong.
1: Okay? You're just wrong.
2: Like
0: understanding you're wrong.
2: We will throw hands right now. Like you're you-
0: your your opinion is now voided, and I don't care. You cannot tell me that corn is bad with full chest. Dude, I, pre, dude Freak on a Leash is like the song that I see everywhere. I, I don't even have a TikTok, and I see it everywhere on TikTok, especially mm. like all, uh, alternative slash grunge TikToks. All they use is Freak on a Leash. I think they probably paved the way of like of new metal because it has that aggressive like hard rock and metal sound, but then the fact that it has like a bouncy vibe to where you can you can you can you can you can dance to it if you want to.
1: Well that and combined with the fact that Jonathan Davis is one of the most gifted singers of our generation, Mm -hmm. the guy has so much range, different styles, and he just goes he holds nothing back when he's on stage.
0: Right, I'll give him this much. I love the fact that he beatboxes in Freak on the leash. Like that I did not expect yeah, that.
2: That wasn't that was that was definitely different. First time I heard that I was he like is he, is he beatboxing right now? It's been an Sorry, I was
0: falling away. <laughs> But I and the entire band matches the same energy. John Fieldy, Monkey, dude, they they all match that energy. They're just on stage, having fun, and I can only imagine how much fun they had filming music videos. Like something as simple as the the coming undone music video. Not too much production behind it. They were just stood out in the middle of the desert, and then shit just started happening.
1: Sometimes that's how you do it, though. You just let it flow, and you see that energy when they play it, man. Shit gets wild.
0: And I love it. I love it. And they're geniuses. I, get, I, I even thought they're... the What was it? When they made that album where they mixed it with um, with dubstep, I'm not a huge dubstep fan, and I was like, there's no way this is going to sound good. I was very wrong. Oh, God. These guys don't miss. They don't miss.
1: He's usually wrong. He's usually
0: wrong. But I love how much fun that Jonathan Davis just has on stage, especially with that custom microphone of his. Come on. Tell me that's not sexy. Ah, So
2: so that's sexy.
0: I saw that thing and I'm like. (gasps) trying to formulate ways of stealing it. (laughs) <laughs> don't do that though. Ever, you will get got it. you try to. It, it, moving on. Um, but yeah, so corn, corn, corn. you hit me with your favorite corn song, corn album. What are we? What are we listening to? Uh, hey.
1: Oh man, it's gotta be coming undone. I don't know why it gets me every time. I think I was because I was the first one I ever heard from him, and it just stuck. Man, it made a lasting impression.
0: I love the crossover that they did with. Uh, was it Shot Boys? No, it wasn't Shot Boys. But it was a uh, Coming Undone and Lean with a Rock with it.
1: Uh huh. Oh man, I haven't uh, heard yeah. that in a minute. <laughs> oh, you just took me back to NFL Street Three, <laughs> throwing game breakers to Corn. That shit was
0: a fucking gnarly. Right, over here, sir. Corn song, Corn album. Which one? Well, what, uh, what, it would what have you, to be the, the to first
2: pick? one that I have, I heard from them would be Freak on a Leash.
0: Break on a Leash is always a good classic choice. Something takes a part of me. For me, <laughs> same album as you, but I had to throw mine to Twisted Transistor.
2: Ooh, good choice. A good choice.
0: That music video was crazy. They had Lil Jon in it. And a bunch of other rappers. I thought it was fucking amazing the fact that I This is the first time I've been subjected to, okay, there's a bunch of mainstream rappers inside a music video that is for a predominantly metal-based band. And that's when I discovered, hey, so this is what new metal is. It's Mm hip-hop. So if you don't know the the album, it's See You on the Other Side. The album art itself is going to draw you in if you don't know. The album art is crazy. And yeah, it's one of my favorite albums ever. Not just, not just of corn. It's one of my favorite albums ever.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Now moving on to the day that nobody really fucking cares about. Day four. We're gonna speed run this. So the um, the headliners are Queens of the Stone Age, Rancid, and then Guns N' Roses is your closer. Let's just start with them here. Um, we've already said our piece earlier. How do you feel about Queens of the Stone Age?
1: I like them. I'm excited to see them. I don't care. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that show. I understand. Him. And then Guns N' Roses. Love them. Seen them live before in recent history. Axel's put on some weight he can still do it. I'm excited to see them play live. It's always a good show. Uh, I'm not sure what my physical and mental state's going to be on the night of the fourth day of this shit. So hopefully I'll be able to stay for the whole thing. We'll see what happens when we get there. Until then, uh, welcome to the jungle, baby. We got fun and games. Okay, well then, what about
0: uh, Rancid? So, um, uh, oh, I think I was about to probably one of the most prominent of the skate rock era.
1: I'm actually very excited to see Rancid. When I was listening to them growing up, I couldn't go to concerts. It just wasn't something that was available in my life. So now I actually get the chance to just be completely hammered with my friends that I grew up with listening to them, swinging, screaming. I'm excited. I can't wait.
0: And once again, for those of you who need some sort of reference, for uh, for those that have played Tony Hawk's Underground 2, they have a track on there. I believe it's Fall Back Down. Yep. Yeah, Fall Back Down is also a great song. You want to get into that level of skate rock, that song is fucking amazing. It's aggressive, but it's passive. The guitars go hard, but the singer's voice is softer and inviting.
1: It's fun. It's, it's just a play. fun song.
0: Oh, yeah. Very, very, very fun. I remember busting out many indie 900s to that song in Skatopia. The real Skatopia. Now, I at least want to ask this: Are you familiar with Rancid? No. I
1: hate you.
0: No I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, old school skate rock like that was very is very difficult for people to get into nowadays. You had to have been mm-hmm. there from like Rancid, the Violet Femmes, the Exploited, the Explosion, Bad Religion, all those bands, dude. I want. It's just a big ass skate rock reunion tour. Like, I want all those bands to just do one big ass tour and have no effects headline. I think that would be fucking dope. Assuming they're all not, you know, dead, but they're
1: no, no, no. still around.
0: Okay, good. Well, I don't think they exploited us. I think they got restricted back to Scotland. Fair. I believe. Yeah, we have a band, uh, when you have a, a song called Fuck the USA, maybe not. Maybe not. I still think of The Exploited as fucking sick. Alright, so the openers that anybody would give a shit about, um...
1: Anybody care about Daughtry? Um, My dad's gonna be pissed, but no. I'm not a big fan of Daughtry.
2: Dude, I I haven't heard them in over six years. I don't care. I'll give oh. him this
0: much. I love the fact that he graduated from country to a pretty moderately decent hard rock band. Like, I saw him live a year and a half ago with uh, Tremonti.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: More of like a hard rock slash biker rock vibe, but, you know, not horrible.
2: Yeah, last time I heard anything from them, I swear, I was like, oh, well, they sound like Nickelback. He's changed up his sound
0: drastically. I I would honestly recommend giving giving him a listen now, at least one song for uh, from his more recent stuff, because he does go he, he does go pretty hard. And again, he opened for Tremonti. For those who don't know Tremonti, very good hard rock band, very good. I I like them. So you guys just heard that. I'm so sorry. Um, going down the line. I know they've been around forever, but I can honestly say I do not know them. Or at least know them the way other people do. But Dance Gavin Dance.
1: Can't stand them. Can't. I no. know, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a fan. Fight me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was just like a yeah, fucking
0: Alright, so then... Uh, anybody know Batflower?
1: They're alright. Not uh, the biggest fan, uh, uh, easy okay. listening.
0: Sorry, if this if this last bit's kind of a downer, y'all. But as we said in the beginning, day four oh. is not everybody's favorite.
1: There's a couple good ones on day four. There's hey, a couple yeah, we're
0: good one on to the ones uh, one of the ones that I wouldn't give a shit about. Uh, I prevail.
1: Woo! I'm always excited to see <laughs> I prevail. Those guys don't miss. They don't miss. They
2: don't miss. I have yet to see them. I want to see them oh. one fucking day. I'll see you need to, right. man. One, it's a good show. Day. It's
0: such
1: a good show.
0: And I can honestly admit, dude, a little bit of lore about DJ and how stupid he is. Um, I thought they were the original writers of Blank Space. Oh, I yeah. had no idea that They're this so song was a cover. I didn't know I didn't listen to Taylor Swift. She would uh, none of none of her music resonates with me. I better, hate her her
1: better than you original. you seem like a Taylor Swift fan. I'm so fucking Louis not. You look like a Taylor Swift fan. I don't know why yeah. give me that My avatar goes, I'm know. not. I
2: don't know. Again, also I hate their cover of Blank Space better than original by far and probably one of the oh, best wait, covers. it's so good. One of the best covers I've heard. <laughs> for, for a long time, so uh, yeah. fight me, Taylor Swift fan.
0: And I think and I think it was great. That's why I thought it was the original. And then when I go to the bar one day and I hear the lyrics that are very similar, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I go to the jukebox and it says Taylor Swift. And I'm not gonna lie, my first mindset was this fucking a harlot stealing credit for this
2: harlot.
1: <laughs> <It's a charlatan. laughs>
0: This Jezebel wanted to just do a cover of a rock song and turn into a lovey dovey country pop song. And that's when I was informed that she did the original. Yeah. I went so about been a year, almost a year and a half straight, not knowing that she did the original and that I prevailed did the cover. Yeah. So that's my bad. Sorry, Taylor. Still not going to listen nice. to you, but my bad. No. Okay, so then here's here's a question, just just um, hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, would you say that that cover was influential to their current fame?
1: Oh, easily, easily. it went viral as hell. Okay, yeah.
0: so, then here, so then here, so then here's the question. Here, ah, ow! Oh. Sorry, the W is now off the chair. I accidentally grabbed it. Um... But you can still see him in the background. But if it w- <laughs> and it's back if it weren't for that cover do you two think in your personal opinions they would be just as if not more famous now if if they didn't do the cover or do you think that they would still be up, uh, like up and comers? Hmm. We'll start with you.
1: I think they would have been a different kind of famous. They would be kind of like Gideon traveling that certain kind of circuit. But now because they're exposed to a different audience, they have more options and they branch out to different styles because they have such a unique range, wide range. They have their own unique sound, but then they have this cover ability that showed a whole portion of the Internet who they. I honestly think uh, they were going to find a way regardless. They're just on a slightly different path.
2: Yeah. Okay. I get the same feeling of if that didn't take off. They would eventually get to where they are, but I don't think they would have reached it as fast. They definitely would have done a lot of of undercover stuff just like or underground stuff like Gideon, but mm, I would also say they may have had a different style if that didn't work out, but honestly I'm I'm really glad of the style they have now. I, I love it.
0: Right, it's very unique, and again, I'm a sucker for a two-singer band because, again, shades of we came as Romans. Early, we came as Romans. Rest in peace to to the to the other singer who's no longer with us. But even I started thinking to myself, hence why I wanted to ask you boys: Would they still be as famous or as relevant now if they didn't do the blank space cover?
2: Sadly, because
1: now, now I. No.
0: You say
2: no? and probably yeah. Sadly,
1: I don't. I don't think they would. That's about how I feel. What about you? I think they would, but they'd be more categorized as similar to Bear because they just kind of brute, brute force their way to their position, not in a bad way. Just
2: most hardcore, straight ahead. Now that I say that, now that I think about. It, I th- think they would be more in, along the lines of Bad Omens. I don't think so. Really,
1: I, I'm also a fucking bad omens fanboy, so it's like I mean, skewed. I mean, same, but like, I'm I'm just saying, like, I think it
2: would be a similar fame. Like, they would do a lot of opening shows and get a lot of exposure, and maybe when they get that big hit, then they blow up. You know?
1: Yeah, fair, fair.
2: That's
1: you know what? You're right. You're right.
0: I think I would class them as a, a now current escape the fate where people would know who you are, but you're not there to super stardom. If people, when I say Escape the Fate, I'm talking post ronnie Radke. It's now Craig Mabbitt. You don't really see Escape the Fate headlining stages anymore.
1: Who's Escape the Fate?
0: Exactly. Who's that? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Alright, moving swiftly forward, because we need to wrap this up soon. Uh, we're going to love all these guys into one, because these are the ones that stuck out to me. Uh... Billy Talent made Billy Talent Mayday Parade and Suicide Silence.
1: I'm so excited for uh everybody except Mayday
2: Parade.
0: Yeah, I don't really care. I don't
2: don't know who Billy Talent is, but I do know Suicide Silence.
0: I highly recommend the song Red Flag by Billy Talent because, because the
1: kids of tomorrow need today. When they live in the sins
0: of yesterday. Mm. Ass off the crutch that kills the pain. The red flag waving never meant
2: the same.
1: Spoken word over here. (laughs) just If if they did spoken word on stage, I would actually be in for it. I'd be something to see, but I'm very excited for them. Silence is always a good go-to. I love that. Never a bad show. I've never seen us act like this. Stop it.
0: I know. I wanted to go with the spoken word thing. <laughs> I recommend anything that, that we mentioned with Billy Talent because Billy Talent is just... He's fun. The band is fun. Mm-hmm. He has a unique oh. voice. Very. A unique voice in rock music that I didn't think for a period of time had uh, like had a place. But then he makes it work. Like he just Very makes well. them work. And then Suicide Silence just a classic uh, did a classic band that I grew up on. Again, I, I know Suicide Silence from when Mitch, Mitch Lucker was the was the lead singer, rest in peace. Mitch, he's no longer with us. But mm-hmm. uh, at one point, they were the band to listen to, especially in the days of, like, early Deathcore. Like, Bludgeoned was everybody's fucking jam. And it's hard for bands to come back when you lose a singer, because like, mm-hmm. that's really A singer is the face yep. of the band. Usually. Like, the like the front man is the face of the band. Like, hypothetically speaking, I know I know they lost the rev, but they're even they're still willing to put out music and go on tour. Imagine if Shadows wasn't there.
2: Oh my god.
0: There wouldn't be events ever. So the fact that this band <laughs> yeah. has managed to come together and try their best to make this comeback and they're being don't, this successful. Don't, with don't, it,
1: don't say try their best. They did it. They fucking did it, bro.
0: I'm not to sound like I'm condescending, but they're they're busting their ass their, and they're and they and they're still wanting to work.
1: Oh yeah, but they did it. There yeah. was no try. They, yeah, did. they did. That is the Jedi way.
0: And so I give them so much, so much love and respect, and I give, and I give them their, their flowers now. And dude, I really, I really want to go to this fucking show. I think I might say fuck it, and it's, it's not for a good it's few in months from now. But I think I'm just gonna tell my boss, hey, so I'm scheduling this time off. If you tell me no, fuck you. I'm going
2: anywhere. Yeah, that's gonna be a show that I'm definitely gonna have to try to save up for that. 100. I missed absolutely- last year. I'm, I don't want to miss this year.
0: And then once I once I have firm confirmation, I'm gonna get into your ear and I'm gonna be like, "Okay, which airport should I fly out of? Please come and pick me up. I hate being in public places for too long, and I'm scared." <laughs>
1: oh, dude! <laughs> if you cold. go if you go through uh, Sacramento Airport, I have to go through for, I have to go through there for business all the time. I I know the ins and outs, man. I will get you in and out of there quick. Hell yeah. So
0: oh. well, that has that is it. That is the end. That is the end. There are other bands, but like I said, we don't want to be here because this would this podcast would be literally eight hours long. Um well that is it when it comes to uh Aftershock and the festival that is coming up in October. If you are in the Sacramento area, I highly recommend you get your passes and consider going. Because this lineup is sick, this lineup is gnarly, and honestly, Dude, there's bands on here that I that I've only seen once. There's bands on here I've never seen before. There's bands on here whom I never even heard of, but yet these guys have, and they tell me that they're amazing. Hence why I they almost killed me when I said I didn't listen to Amity Affliction. Sorry,
2: listen to it.
0: So let us know down below in the comment section, like who you hi, uh, who you would. But you. Uh, who you guys would be looking forward to like what day would you want to go to we listed off what days the headliners were going to be on so let us know down below what you would be wanting to listen to closing arguments and statements from you sir
1: oh well it ain't got to be hypotheticals I'm going to be there I'm getting my ticket immediately after this recording got everything all settled out got the accounts flushed so I will see you there the goblin will be there in the crowd. If I <laughs> if I knock you over and knock you out, I apologize in advance, you know that's just the pit. That's the way it goes. Um, but have fun, be safe, and if I do see you out there, have a good motherfucking time. Aftershock.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now to you, me, uh, big blue and blue.
2: I missed last year. I'm gonna try my damnedest to get into this year's Aftershock. I'm going to mosh with this fucker over here, and we're going to have a good fucking time. Okay? I wanna, I'm want i going to be there with the boys. Okay? It has Thank to happen one cookies. way or another. Jesus
0: Christ, this man moshed himself out of existence. Again. But, <laughs> closing statements for me. Well, one of my closing statements, because I didn't say it already, but it is... Outro time. You heard it here first. Breaking news. The episode is ending. But for real, closing notes for me. I think this I think that this festival is such a good thing. I really want there to be more festivals like this. Like I plan on going to if I if I can get to this one, I want to go to Aftershock. I want to go to to Sonic Fusion in Ohio. Or not Ohio, I forgot where it is. But um I wish there were more festivals like this around. I want there to be another touring festival. That right there like, is the big
2: one. That like That is
0: what we need, is another touring festival. Whether it be a Warped Tour, a Mayhem, May- well, it can't be Ozfest since Ozzy can't tour anymore. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. sir. But we need another touring festival. Please, PR guys, people at Rockstar, people at Live Nation, make it happen. We need these things. This is what we look forward to. Okay? So... On that note, ladies and gentlemen, that has been us, the No Skill Boys. I've been DJ, that's been Mikey, that's been Brandon, and you have been absolutely beautiful. And I look forward to seeing you guys in the next one.